Hey, it's a new season of Blamo. Look at us. We did it. It's only been a few months, but I swear it feels like it's been years. Because of COVID? Maybe. Everything is just moving faster. One thing that's been moving faster is fashion. And no, I don't mean a style of clothes. I mean the career and skyrocketing success of Saeed Ferguson from All Cap Studio. And oh man, his stuff is good. My name is Jeremy Kirkland, and this is Blamo, a podcast exploring the world of fashion with the people who shape it. My guest this week is Saeed Ferguson, founder and designer of All Cap Studio. Saeed and I discuss his Philly hometown pride, his evolving obsessions from video games to photography to streetwear to design, and his journey from documenting what was happening in his local culture to becoming a major emerging voice in creating it. Let's let's jump back because you're you're a Philly guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like is anyone else that I know from Philadelphia, like obviously you know Gorecki and a few other folks. Mm-hmm. It's there's so much like Philly pride mm-hmm. built mm-hmm. in everyone that like everything you do has got to be Philly centric, you know. And this isn't like a with whiz without question. This is just like everything that everyone's about in Philly. It's like there's a, a very strong camaraderie and love for where they're from oh yeah big time big time big time big time i never yeah. had that <laughs> really yeah i mean you know i'm from st louis and st louis is st louis but i'm ne- <laughs> like i'm i'm never gonna and maybe this is a fault like i'm never gonna be like oh i want to do all my business in st louis i want to do all my production in st louis i want to i really want to like try to cultivate and grow and develop the place that i'm from yeah 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 i would have to admit that i was just like, peace, man, I'm out of here. <laughs> I mean, that happens here a lot in Philly too. A lot of people, I mean, it's like very, a lot of people have a very, very like hate or love relationship with Philly. Some people are just like all in and just like embrace everything about Philly. And then some people are just like completely over it. It's like, oh, I have to go to New York. I have to go to LA, blah, blah, blah. I just try to try something else. But um, yeah, there's definitely a huge sense of pride. Like if, uh, like even if you do travel to like LA or New York, I feel like you still carry that mm-hmm. inside you. And, and then like you can, if you meet someone else that's from Philly in those cities, it's just like instant connection, which is incredible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely take all that to the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Philly on our sleeves. Yeah. Well, cause what was it? Um, you and your, your whole family over there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born and raised in North Philly. Um, a lot of my family started to move like away and just like get out of the city a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still have some Philly family in North Philly, but a lot of my family started to move a, a bit towards Delaware, uh, some towards like Westchester area just to get like completely, like everyone's just been in the city their entire lives. So they're just trying to get a bit more peace and quiet. Um, but yeah, most of, I still have a lot of family like based in North Philly. Do you have any brothers, sisters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an older brother and younger sister. I'm the middle child. Middle child. What's up, man? You and me. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> your, your whole family, you're in, you're in Philly. You're, yeah. you know, what, what, what were your folks doing? Uh, growing up, my mom was like uh, a receptionist at like uh, optometrist. Is that what the eye doctor is? Optometrist? Uh, ophthalmology would be the, with the eye doctor. But yeah. an optometrist is also a form of an eye doctor. Yeah, she was like a, she worked like the front desk of like one of those offices for like nice. pretty much most of, until I, until I reached high school. But like, uh, 
once I reached high school, like that, like that year, I think that was like 2009, 2008, mm-hmm. uh, she was studying to become a firefighter. And now she's been a firefighter for like the last 10, 15 years. Whoa, that's yeah, yeah. sick, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Salute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's killed it. She's killed it. And uh, my stepdad is also a firefighter and he's been doing that for like the last 10 years. But before that, he was like doing construction and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. that is like classic Philly, man. Like firefighters, <laughs> just like yeah, real, yeah. like loving the city, being a part of the city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder. All right, I'm getting this. I'm getting more. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's you and your fam. And then like, because all caps for me, you know, I mean, obviously, but I'll let you explain your own biz. But like, I was like, it's a, studio it's a creative house but they're making graphics like what where like were you always into art like where did this come from it came i wasn't always into art i art came really like kind of to me it came late it came i started doing the first time art really clicked was maybe because i did photography in high school but it was most i mostly saw it as documentation and not art like it was just me just documenting what I was doing and the people around me and just posting that on social. Mm-hmm. Just like Tumblr was big. So I was just like, my, my friends were like really into streetwear and they, were, they had like the latest stuff. They were just like super cool. So I was just taking pictures of them and just tossing them on Tumblr just to get the reposts and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing that for a long time. And then I eventually started interning at a store called Abacus Takeout and eventually somehow started taking uh photos i think i started taking photos for advocates but mostly for the the store they made after that p's and q's mm-hmm. and then i would just document new new arrivals and just like eventually that led to doing lookbooks which became a bit more creative and then as i continued doing that uh, and just like learning photography i just started to see it more as an art practice and that was maybe five years ago four years ago and right. then once i started that like conceiving on the idea of this is like about ideas and just like ideas can be interpreted through like different mediums such as design i started to like play around with design a bit and i was already in like the streetwear space and i like i was seeing people i was me and graphic designers i was meeting people in that world in that space uh and it was always interesting to me to participate uh through a different way than photography so i just started to mess around with design a bit and then yeah it just that's like when like yeah, art didn't come into play until like five years ago. And then I, I just got fully, fully immersed. Um, what brought you into photography first? So I needed, so I, I have like these things, like in, in my life, there's always like a, I think I kind of get obsessed about. Like, it's okay. Like, so there's like, early on, it was like video games. So I got like really obsessed. I would just play endlessly. And then. Wait, hold uh, on. What games? Uh, like it started with like Nintendo 64, like perfect dark and like, uh, Oh my man. Like those okay. sort of games. Rareware. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, it was just like, uh, and then I went to like, uh, PS2 and just like all those games. Like, I, I can't remember any particularly. And then I went to like PC gaming and playing like RPGs such as RuneScape, MapleStory, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, it did, that just led back to console and I started getting really into like Halo and Call of Duty and stuff like that. Okay, you playing Warzone right now? Big Warzone energy over here. <laughs> All right, we'll have to talk off mic about that. <laughs> have you uh, won Warzone? Just as an aside. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got uh, maybe about six wins. Not six wins. To the, in my friend group, I'm the bottom. I, I that's these guys. Some of these guys are just ridiculously good. Uh, but yeah, I, I managed to get six. Okay. As an aside for listeners who are wondering, um, Call of Duty Warzone is like a massive uh, third-person shooter game, which is like a big field, and the field slowly closes in, and you just kill everyone until <laughs> there's a winner. <laughs> um, dude, it's it's pretty gnarly. I, I I would say since quarantine, I mean, because I played games a lot, but. I would never, I mean, I played like Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, and then, you know, I would I would buy a Nintendo to play whatever Zelda. Like that yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. much it. I would never go like crazy, crazy in games. I got into Halo. I got really into Destiny. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I heard about Destiny. I haven't played. I haven't played. Uh, Destiny 1, flawless. Destiny 2, what's up? So, um, <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, when when quarantine hit, I was like, man, there's nothing to do, and I feel like that game dropped like right around the same time lockdown did. Oh yeah, big time. And they had 200 million people playing the game. Oh my god, I I, I didn't realize that. That's insane. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, it's weird because I think like at least for now, and I'm sure you're seeing this too. Like there are people like that are adults. Like I'm almost 35, and I'm I'm playing video games. Then you got kids like teens playing games and i mean you yeah, had all yeah. these different people that are that are in and about that life now yeah, so yeah yeah you're playing video games you were really into you got into what uh you said halo and some other stuff yeah yeah big time big time big time big time and so then how how is this working your way towards photography so like that was like my world for a second and then mm-hmm. like once so at that point i was just in like i was living in the basement, like my room and everything was in the basement of my, my parents' house. And like, that was just like it, like I was just down there spending four, like 12, 14 hours. And, uh, everyone, like I would just, that was just be like me in my headset. There's like me in my, by myself in the room for hours. And it's like, my brother would come in my parents would come in and just be like, dude, you gotta like do something <laughs> else. And it's like, you can't spend your whole life doing this. Uh, and that eventually really got to me. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to put this away and just figure out how to engage in the real world. And oh, then damn. my entry point was photography. And like my brother helped me buy, he bought my first camera, uh, introduced me to like fashion, through, uh, like took, would take me shopping and all that. Uh, and so that was like my next photography became like my next thing I was like spending all my time doing. So I would mm-hmm. just like uh, hang out with the friends I had in like Center City and document them and just uh post all this stuff to social media and just like this got really really in, into it and, like everywhere I, I went i just had a camera on me and just like would take pictures and just be like obsessed about different bodies and just like different lenses and just like how to think about light different like it just became like a thing i was just like learning so much more about uh and yeah that's that's uh that's just that's how my mind works somehow i just get like really driven and just like obsessed about like a some sort of activity yeah, I mean, I would say you're you're not alone with that. I feel, I don't know if it's the way that like culture is evolving, but it's very easy to 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 kind of go down the rabbit hole, right, of something. Oh and yeah, you just totally consume yourself with it until like I'm like that too. Like I want to be an expert at whatever I get into, and my mindset has always been like, well, what's the point of liking something or being into something if you don't go and learn everything about it, like. You know, and, and so I hear you on that. Like that's that's uh, 
That's it's interesting though. You kept you keep saying documenting, like, but you you weren't really realizing this was art. This was because like, what's the point of documenting then? To me, it was just like just to uh, appreciate what was happening at the time. Because at that point, I was very aware that uh, like the time, at least that very specific time, was like a special time, and I just wanted to make sure that it was like represented. And it's like I could go back and just like look at these photos and be like, oh, I remember when that was happening. I remember this person. I haven't seen this person in like 10 years. I wonder what they're up mm. to. And like, that was sort of the way I was thinking about it. Just like more as a time capsule, more than like um, the sort of angle and depth of field and like style and just like all that sort of stuff. I wasn't really considering that as much. Which is- do you, do you often look at your old photos that you took? Yeah. 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 Um, not like too, too often, but like, I would say like, couple times a year maybe a couple times it depends like I, I have like my old tumblr still up i like to go back to that every so often just to be like oh my god i can't remember i can't believe i used to like uh have this account and then this sort of yeah it's just mind-blowing just just to look back and see all that stuff what was your tumblr uh i think it was there's like three ones oh, like one was like one i strictly like reblogged and it was just like very this menswear driven fashion I forget the name of that. That's like Americana or something like that. I forgot. It was okay. Like okay. It was some stuff after that. Uh, and then another one was based off my Instagram handle at the time, which was Saeed Dope. But like the D was shared. So it was like O-P-E after Saeed. <laughs> okay. I thought that was so sick. Uh, and I think there's another one that's just my full name, Saeed Ferguson. Oh, uh, damn. Okay. There's a few. I, I think I forgot the passwords to them. So I just started new ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah i mean it's interesting we my wife and i we have a google home which is stupid but what it does is it is like a rotating photo carousel of just photos like our family photos and stuff and i because i'm not someone who would ever go back and like look at old photos i've taken right but when one social media and I don't know if you remember, there was like a Facebook app, right? That all it would do is like show you like, Hey, you remember this three years ago? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I really lost my mind at this sort of power and memory of seeing the past. Yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy to, to have those memories just like brought back up. Especially yeah. in that way. In that way, it's just like immediate. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you're not, you're not even like actively looking for it. Right. You're like, you're like trying to eat some Ben and Jerry's or something. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, man, there's me with, you know, my dad or my, you know, and you just feel like shit. <laughs> then you just grab another Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah no, big time. Big time. <laughs> yes. Big time. That's gnarly. So you're getting into fashion through photography. Yeah. What, what were the, what were like some of the brands that you were starting to research? Uh, so during that, that whole era, I was like, I'm still in, like very much into streetwear, but like that time was like, like the, like probably like when I was like fully in, like I was really into like 10 deep. I was really into the hundreds. Mm. I was really into Supreme, really into uh, Mishka. Uh, oh yeah. All these sort of brands. Um, and I was just like my world. I ex- existed in this world. I would just like do research on it. I was searched the owners of these companies look at interviews and like there was a book called like the guy, like some sort of guy to street where I bought that book. I don't know where that book is now. Uh, and I was just like fully, fully, fully immersed. And then uh, a lot of these people were reference 
high fashion. And then I would just like try to get to learn more about that world. And that, that world is, uh, I eventually just lost like track of like what was going on in high fashion. Cause it was just just, like a lot. And at that point, some of the bits just like, uh, I couldn't like understand it because it's such like more of an art form than streetwear was like streetwear is just like mostly grib- uh, driven by like graphics and like you can understand it on like a very surface level whereas high fashion to me was uh, I can understand it more now but like at the time it was just like over my head like I was just like seeing these garments I'm like what like how are people wearing these and just like to make mm-hmm. sense of it all was just kind of just it was like a lot uh, so I kind of just stuck, stuck in like the streetwear streetwear kind of world. It sounds like you were saying that, like, it was a bit intimidating, no? It is. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. And just, like, from where I was, like, my stamp, like, where I was in life, like, I just couldn't, uh, like, uh, it was just, like, like the like, there's no way I was paying what those garments were costing. Like, I, I couldn't participate in that. Uh, and But I could participate in streetwear. I, can, I could buy a $35 t-shirt, but I couldn't right. buy, like, I don't know, a $1,500 shoe or just, like, three thousand dollars pairs of jeans like i just couldn't like it was just out of like my world so i was like ah, i'm just gonna stick to like the stuff i can understand and participate in and like has this community that is in place that i, I have I've tapped into uh and it felt right to be there so i was just more more interested in that yeah i i think that what you're describing about you know quote like high fashion is something that is always going to be a challenge for all of those brands that have such a, a history, right? Cause what you, you know, you, yeah. you had mentioned the hundreds, yeah. like Bobby hundreds, man, that dude, you know, that's not a super old company. And you think of, you're looking at like Dior and you're like, well, wait, this guy's making it, but it's this person's name and they made dresses. They don't even like make stuff. Like, well, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, I, I totally hear you on that. I I wrestled with that a ton, especially with like the cost of that stuff being so stupid expensive. Oh yeah. And I like found, I would try to find some way to get into that. Cause I would like see that stuff and I would be like, no way. Can you tell me I can't be in this club? I'm going to like, build up <laughs> my way in yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, or I'm going to fake it. till I make it, I'm going to do something. <laughs> uh, that's, that's wild. So you're into all that stuff. And then what? And then uh, I started working at the store. I interned at mm-hmm. Advocates Takeout. I started working there doing retail stuff and just like being involved in that space and that community. And then that, the owners of that eventually go on to start P's and Q's. And their Advocates and P's and Q's are at, for six months open at the same time. And I used to go back and forth between the two. And then eventually Advocates closed and I was full time at P's and Q's and just like that. Well, that eventually just became my world for like a really long time. Like I was just fully invested in trying to make uh, the best possible thing of P's and Q's from just like events to like helping with buying, to helping with collaborations, to helping with just the store at large. Like I was literally working side by side with the owner, trying to learn as much as I could about, and trying to help as much as I could about everything from- What was P's and Q's at the time? I mean, I know, I know at the store, but just for, for listeners. Yeah. Uh, so PDQs opened as when it very first opened very much as like the next step from, so Africa's was very much streetwear. Uh, mm-hmm. The next PDQs was the next step. So it's like more just like uh, menswear, just like timeless pieces of 
clothing that you could wear for forever. Uh, and that was sort of the thought process of starting that. So you have like your streetwear store where it's just like youthful and just like uh, that category of fashion. Then you have like the next level of just like good raw denim and then like uh, substantial jackets and just like substantial footwear and just like all these sort of sort of things were at a higher price point, but they, they were at that price point for a reason right. uh, because of the quality and all that. And that was the thought process to start that. And um, yeah, I just got fully immersed into that. And then, um, yeah, I became a whole world of just like doing retail, learning how to talk to people. Like I was, when I very first started at Advocates, I was super shy. Uh, I was pretty much shy my whole upbringing. And, but like doing retail, you have to just like snap out of it. Mm. And uh, this kind of just in that opened my, like doing that opened my world to that. And then, uh, yeah, I would try to help in any way I could. I, I took a couple of stabs at designing, failed miserably at all the times I tried. Uh, I don't know about that now, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting was a tough one. Has anyone else really got into packages? Maybe it's quarantine life, but lordy, I can't wait for the mail every day. I recently signed up for Bespoke Post, and I've really enjoyed it. Bespoke Post is here with customized Box of Awesome collections for folks, guaranteed to upgrade your life. Each box is different. I got a killer box to unwind filled with candles and new skincare products, and another box filled with great baking and cooking gear. So what? I love to make me a fluffy pancake. Get off. Bespoke Post only sends folks the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box for you. There's the cocktail kit to age your own cocktails that I'm looking forward to next. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. You're not just going to get some bad V-neck t-shirt. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside, right? Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter code BLAMO at checkout for 20% off your first box. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime you want. Check out Bespoke Post at boxofawesome.com and enter promo code BLAMO for 20% off your first box. Uh, and then, yeah, I did a lot of photography for it. And then I just put like a lot of, lot of time into it. I just put like I would, I would be there when it very first opened seven days a week. And I was only Seven hired. days a week. I was hired five, but I wanted to be there seven. So I was just like there every day for like, the first three maybe four years okay let's let's pause on that for one moment so you're hired for five days a week but mm-hmm. you're there seven mm-hmm. and it's because you want to be there yeah if you look back now what were the things that was going on at that store that made you feel you wanted to be there was it staff was it the vibe like what what was it yeah, yeah. i mean it was all of that the staff was amazing i mean the staff was really small at that point it was the three owners eventually it came down to two and myself for a long time that was that was it and like we just had a really good connection and they were they were my mentors to to all of this they they mm. told me what it like uh they let me into like the, the back end and helped me open my eyes to like what buying was and like to like the the mentality of like this whole culture and how that's all around like they they opened the doors to for me for all of it uh, are you still close I, with them 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big time, big time. Talk to them a couple times a week for sure. Uh, especially Key. I talked to Key, the the owner of PCQs a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's family. That's just family to me for for life. And yeah, I'm truly thankful for everything they've done. It's it was amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I was just there because I wanted. Yeah, I was there that that long, seven days a week. Because um, I just I just loved loved that. Like that was just like I was. That was my next thing. I was obsessed about. Like I was just like I wanted to be in that culture, that space, that community. They and they they are. Key and Rick are very good at uh, engaging with community and like they built a very awesome community in Philadelphia and like being in that space just changed my world. And then honestly, that's, if it wasn't for what they built, all caps definitely would not be here. What you, you said engage the community. Like wh- what is that? What was that looking like? And what, what does that look like now? Yeah. Uh, they, and they, they would, uh, they would put on like different sort of events, uh, like with Abacus, they will, they will always have like anniversary parties and this like mm-hmm. when they would do collaboration, they would do collaboration parties and those parties were always absolutely insane and like people from all over the city would come and then uh, <clears throat> it was always a really good time. Always a really good time. And that, and that mentality transferred over to P's and Q's. Uh, but P's and Q's took it a step further with doing like talks. They would invite like brand owners to come and like give uh, talks to the, the community and like all that would be fr- free and like you can get information straight from the source with just by this all you had to do was show up and so you have like a town hall mentality going on at a retail store <laughs> yeah 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 uh and it was it was just like a really cool cool environment and just like at a retail level like they were just super like they you could go into the store not knowing anyone but they will make you feel like you've known them for years like the way they would talk to you and I felt that as a consumer going to, into Abacus for the very first time, I didn't know who these guys were, but uh, they were super welcoming. And then especially at that street, like streetwear during that time was very uh, cool guy. And it's like, mm. everyone was standoffish. And like, if yeah. you dress a certain way, they didn't, probably didn't even talk to you. Uh, and if they did talk to you, it was probably just like a couple words, like, yo, what's up? Like that, like this, like very, just, uh, I don't know. It was always just like a cool guy mentality, but they were, anti that they were just like very welcoming and just like they would just talk to you and just like uh make you feel comfortable not pressure you to buy stuff they were just glad you were in the space and just hanging out and they just treated, yeah. treated everyone like their own yeah i mean i've said that um like for me so i i started working at banana <laughs> banana republic when i was 16 uh or 17 because you had to be 18 to work there but i like you know i'm gonna air quote like impress the manager that he was like all right you know i'll hire you but i think you know especially now because this you know we talk about retail and stuff i try to tell so many people the importance and like for me some of the best memories of my life like it was working in retail which is i would argue probably the most thankless underpaid undervalued job in the entire like mm-hmm. service culture and service industry but you know one of my best friends is a guy I, I worked at the armory with um i mean we just just like the shared camaraderie and the whole experience of that stuff yeah i i you know i always try to figure out like what is it that makes working in retail so so special yeah um and yeah, I mean, to this day, it's it's still some of the like highlights of my entire life, um, and that's that's amazing that you you're still close with those folks. Oh, Has yeah. that changed how you 
I mean, cause you said like all caps wouldn't exist if it wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, has that changed how you want to do your business because of that relationship with those guys? I've definitely learned a lot about retail through that experience. Mm-hmm. And I think retail is, I think it will always be a part of streetwear because I think that there needs to be a physical presence at any given point just because it's just like, it's only so much. Like it's a lot of it's like a feeling. A lot of it's, I think is actually, at least to me, is very community driven. And like, it's like having uh people come together in that way I, and i think retail will always be a part of an important part of streetwear um and i think that will eventually like that's always in my thought for all caps yeah. just having like some sort of physical presence and uh so you want to have a store that, i don't know if i like we're still figuring this out like what this looks all right like. i it's uh, all right. i uh if we do, if that happens, it's definitely going to be studio driven. Kind of like what ATE does is studio driven first and then retail second. Can and, you explain to people what studio driven is so they have a better understanding? Uh, yeah, yeah. So studio driven would uh, essentially be just like the office space that we work out of. So it would be like us being able to like prototype and uh, take photos and just like uh, think creatively in mm-hmm. a space and then. Uh, that's essentially like most of all of we would maybe take meetings there too. Uh, and then the rest will be the classic retail. Right. So it's, it's the workspace in addition to the actual store. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably the way we would, we would approach it. At least that's, if we were to do it in, in Philly, that's how I see it being done. Cause retail in Philly is definitely super tough. I mean, I think that's, that's the way, it should be done across the board. I mean, I would argue for everyone like you, there's so much connection that occurs when you see people practicing their craft. Right. And like when you think of your standard retail, that's like a service aspect. But when you see, when it turns, when a part of it is kind of like an office aspect and and a factory and a, and a atelier, you know, like that, that real vibe, like now you're getting high fashion, man. Now now you're getting it. (laughs) The world's collide. Yeah. There you go. So when does all caps come into play? So you're, you're at, you're at P's and Q's. Yeah. You're learning everything. You're in love with everyone there. Yeah. 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 Uh, this comes to play. And this has come to play. This becomes to come to play when I started to, uh, I started to wanted to do uh, like freelance photography just to mm. like eventually just offer services, learn more about photography in, at large and just continue practicing it while also making some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I did that for a very long time, maybe for like two or three years while I was also working at P's and Q's. Doing that, I, I started to realize uh, like a lot of the work I was doing wasn't really taken being taken seriously like I was just doing it I was taking like photos like a lot like I would wake up at like seven get ready for a shoot by nine finish that shoot by 11 go to the store at 12 finish the store hours at seven and then sometimes even have shoots after that plan for like 8 p.m won't finish that until like 10 and then that would be my day and like I would just like really like trying to make photo stuff work but like and I was putting like everything into it but like for the longest, I felt like I wasn't being taken serious. Like my work wasn't being taken serious. Like it was just. What What was happening that made you feel that way? Um, it was a, a, a multiple things. Like just like um, when working with clients, they wouldn't like uh, they were always low ball. Like the, the the budgets will always just be like super small. Just like and just like 
it was just a lot, a lot of frustrating. It would just like be like the word choices would just always just be, uh, it was just not like uh, comfortable or just like, it was just always just like people just putting their powers first and like, just like belittling. It, it felt like it was being, I was being belittled. Uh, Can I repeat something to you and and you tell me if this if this sounds like what you're experiencing? Yeah. Um, hey, the exposure you're gonna get from this, <laughs> dude. So much of that, so much of that, and it's like, uh, you know what I say to that stuff? And I'm I'm sorry because my mom will probably hear this. Fuck yeah. you, man. <laughs> no, yeah. no, don't try to sell me the exposure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was just yeah. A lot of that, and there's like other stuff that's not coming to mind that just made me feel that way. And then that's when uh, that's when all caps sort of came about. And like all caps is intentionally that I named that intentionally that because I wanted to like when you write anything in all caps, it, it looks like you're yelling or like it's intended to be yelling. And I wanted to start yelling at people to like like to take me seriously. Uh, and like that was that was the starting point for that. And like that was me trying to like start a very serious like creative photo studio um that was just kind of just free-spirited i didn't really have any guidelines to it but it was mostly photo driven uh but with it not having guidelines it eventually led to me making like clothing and stuff uh which was like all cap started in 2018 we did release a shirt in 2018 but didn't really get started like it didn't really start like we didn't our focus wasn't clothing into like fall last year 2019 fall 2019 when you started what were you what were you making then we made we made uh we made a t-shirt and tote with just like uh like a typeface that we have across like it was all just type driven with just like a small chest hit with like all cap studio written on it mm-hmm. and the back of the shirt was just uh a quote for like the foundation idea of all caps which was like whatever you think or believe you can do to begin it uh, and that was like the foundation of what I thought all caps was going to be. And it still is kind of the, the, the foundation of the founding idea of all caps. So wait, let me step back here. So all caps, you feel like you're not getting empowered and you're not getting taken seriously for your craft that you were doing that you were obviously very good at and you were validated by your peers and the people that you were doing. So instead of kind of, just waiting for someone to take you seriously. You're just like, I'm going to start my own shit and I'm going to show you how serious I am. And I'm literally going to name my company in, <laughs> in, in a way that is like me shouting at you. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was my thought. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it, man. I'm into it. <laughs> kind of wild looking back. Uh, but that's, that was, I'm very, very much driven by just like feeling and emotion. That's how, and that was exactly how I was feeling. Uh, and that was just, yeah, I was, I was like, enough is enough. Time to go. I mean, yeah, I, I would say there is so much. Every every part of like the creative agency thing. I mean, look, even in like podcasting, and I'm not trying to get any sympathy from anyone because I'm a privileged ass white dude. As I'm fine, and it's like you know, we'll have like advertisers and people that want to work with us. And they're like, yeah, but you know what? Like, we're going to put a link to this on our website. And I'm like, no one's going to go to your trash site. (laughs) 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 Or it'll be like, Hey, you know, um, how is a net 90 for invoices? I'm like 90. 
<laughs> that's a common thing and it shouldn't be that's insane that's like forever yeah especially when everyone's always going to be late anyway yeah you know <laughs> i have i have done and said quite a few things because like when i used to be in a band <laughs> antonio can testify this because antonio used to fuck with my band and um <laughs> i like had a, a manager email that was just me you know and i was like i would try to like come in and like be like no this band needs it there, there, there's a lot of hype. Their MySpace page is really popping right now, guys. <laughs> and I just, I that is probably my biggest axe, and I to grind with the entire sort of creative industry and fashion industry and everything. And and I'm I'm so so grateful that something inside you told you to be like, no man, I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm going to push back even harder because there are so many other people that I just wonder like who are the people that got hit with that and were like, I'm just going to give up. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there's plenty. It's, it's definitely very, very easy to like to think or just to get discouraged in that way. Yeah. I mean, cause it, you know, it's <laughs> the, the whole sort of uh good fellas, like fuck you pay me is like, it's show me the respect by paying me and paying me on time, like value the work. So yeah. I can take care of my family. So I yeah. can. So I can. So I can pay my taxes and my business. Right. Like, yeah, let yeah. me contribute to society by yeah, contributing yeah. to the work that you want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Damn. Well, I am. I would say incredibly encouraged by that, and I hope you're obviously encouraged by the amount of insane. Now, look, it's two, it's been two years, but the amount of serious success that's happening from your brand. I can't, yeah, I, I, what's happening now, I couldn't, it's, I can't even think, I'm just truly just thankful, like really, really thankful. And yeah, I, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm at a complete loss for words every time I get to like describe those feelings. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to be able to do this. Uh, and it's like participate in like community, like be in this community uh, and just be able to like, engage in this way it's it's amazing it's such a truly amazing experience so when does antonio and 18 east come into picture because i would say at least for me yeah. unfortunately that was like how i heard about you i'm i'm not so like connected to the scene that i just did. <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah antonio has been a huge 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 part of everything uh yeah. and he comes into part through my friend Cameron and the Cameron was, he, he was going to school at Drexel in Philly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met him through that. He was just in town, just like taking a look at Philly just getting a, a general grasp of the vibe and stop by P's and Q's cause he was recommended to go there, met him. And then once he started going to Drexel, he would just come by a lot. And then I eventually needed help. And like, he was always there. So I was just like, dude, you want to just help me with, come up with ideas. And he would just like sit in to be like a model sometimes. Uh, and was just, just always around and he was just very driven. He motivated me and inspired me all the time. And even still, because uh, this is like the, if ever met him, he's just like unworldly. Like he just like, <laughs> like I, sometimes I don't even think he's human because uh, he's just like so driven and is, is capable of doing so much uh, and is doing so much. Uh, but eventually he goes, he leaves Drexel to go to Parsons uh, and then is like looking for internships and he's choosing between Eckhart Slaughter and 18 East, eventually chooses 18 East, 
meets Antonio and they build their relationship. And then all, uh, all caps at that point is making shirts and Cameron has these shirts and Antonio sees them. And I think, I don't know how exactly that works. I, I totally forget, but he learns about all caps. Antonio learns about all caps. And then, uh, I think, I think first it was, the idea was for me to like, come up with some sort of graphic or maybe some sort of collaboration between all caps and 18 East, mm-hmm. I think, or it was me doing photos for 18. I forgot how that conversation first started. It's uh, all right. You got your foot on the gas right now, man. It's all right. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but eventually I, uh, I meet him. And then I, I think we the very first way we start working together was through photo and not like a design thing. I think I just started taking some of their photos and then the first time we worked on a design thing was when this store opened. We did like a, yeah, we did a hoodie, white hoodie that they had, like they, they supplied the blank. They, oh like, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 And, uh, we did the screen print and design for it. And then, yeah, the relationship just kept growing and growing and growing. And then it, yeah, it's been such a substantial part of my life. That's having that relationship. It's been absolutely incredible. Yeah, and let me just say, like, I've known Antonio for a, a very long time. Love him dearly. And and I say this in the most positive way, but I have serious, um, you know, admiration for anyone who works with him because Antonio, he'll say this too. I mean, he is a perfectionist and he only is going to work with people that he truly truly admires and most importantly like respects like so the fact that you know like i don't i'm sure that your your boy that that cameron helped you out and stuff a ton but you had really great work and were making and and doing something so special and so unique that antonio and because i know he'll hear this he's going to text me and be like what but like (laughs) like that he was into it like if if antonio gets you <laughs> You're really doing something special, man. <laughs> and I love that about him because he does. I mean, he cares so deeply. He really, really does. And yeah. and, and so you're you're doing it, and <laughs> and that that's that's based off of your talent and what what you were seriously making. Because you, what were the other things that you were making? Because you did that hoodie first. I mean, you've done a bunch of stuff that's just kind of intermixed throughout all the eighteen East drops. Yeah, so it was, we were, so leading up to that point, I think we made another t-shirt that just had like the All Caps website just like really, really big on the back with like oh, some yeah. other, I think that was like right around that time when Cameron was in New York. And then that might have been, what did we do after that? I think after that was the Lumumba Tote with the Peace of Love graphic. I think like shortly after that was that. Right. And then that got a lot of traction just like locally. And then. Some of us are going back into offices. Some of us are staying put, but all of us need to change our gear up. I'm honestly tired of wearing shorts at my desk and want to dress up again, but more of what I like. Folks have hit me up asking, okay, I need clothes that can be dressy, but not too dressy. I tell everyone the same place, P. Johnson. I'm also slowly moving most of my wardrobe to them too, but like any good thing, it's a process and I'm really enjoying it. P. Johnson is a custom men's clothier with a focus on soft tailoring, 
comfort and a natural laid-back elegance. A true reflection of the Sydney, Australia roots that their founder Patrick Johnson imbues. With their own private factory in Italy and lush showroom in New York, Sydney, Melbourne, and London, you can easily stop in and see it for yourself. Or check out one of their trunk shows visiting cities all over the United States, Australia, and Southeast Asia. Visit pjt.com to view their lookbooks and see for yourself. Yeah, I know, killer domain name, right? It's a put-together but not contrived look. It's simple, it's elegant, it's flattering. And now, P. Johnson builds individually crafted top-to-bottom wardrobes for those who want a stylish and personalized edge that reflect the energy and spirit of an Australian heart. We're not just talking suits. We got overshirts, we got drawstring pants. It's so good. Wait till you see the denim. Visit pjt.com to learn more, or geez, just go to their Instagram. You'll see the new eyewear, overshirts. It's a vibe. It's P. Johnson. Where's uh, the, where are these ideas coming from? Like, I don't expect you to distill it and like, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. a couple things, but like what, where, cause you do have like a very, it's, I don't know, like, excuse my, my lack of knowledge and ignorance with like good art, but I'm like, there's like a cool, like Escher, like an MC Escher sort of vibe with some of this stuff. There's like a science vibe to it. Like, where is this all coming from? It's all just sort of like reference points for me. Like it's all like, everything's grounded. Everything has roots. Mm-hmm. The website, the website one might be the only, I mean, the website one is the roots is the website. Yeah. Uh, and that was like one of the very few things where just like very all caps, just like completely all caps driven. Um, but like the Lamumba thing is based, it's a, it's a reference point to a song that I really like called Sing With The Birds by Duke Lamumba. And if you listen to the song, uh, all the words that he's like, uh, all the words on the back come from that song. Mm. And like, it's all just like, it's me pointing out, it's me sharing a song uh, through design uh, that I really like. And then those symbols are just like symbols that connect, that I thought connected to that song and just like, the typefaces are just it, everything's a lot of it's a lot from uh from feeling mm. and like if it, I, I chose that type because it felt right to be there uh and i chose those specific words because it felt right for me that like it just made sense to me mm. for it to be in those like and used in that way uh and same with like uh the higher consciousness sweatsuit like that the reference point to that is a book called the guidebook to higher consciousness uh and like a lot in that book it speaks about all these crazy things and like these symbols I think are connected to that book. And uh, yeah, it's just like everything I do has, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing ideas. I'm sharing stories and uh, it's like furthering for me is design has been about learning in like uh, different experiences. And like, I, I just, my idea is to share that, like to share ideas and communicate ideas in this way. Mm. So it's like, for me is is never truly about the garment first. It's always about the ideas first. And then like the ideas get placed on this garment and then you're buying into the ideas through the garment. Okay. So that, I mean, that's good too. Cause that means you can, I mean, you're, you're scalable in any way. Like it's not, it's not about an all caps T the T is great, but the idea is, is bigger than the clothing. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That's the vibe. <laughs> no that's great so wait so what other do you see yourself going into other things i mean like we talking sculpture like w- w- what do we got <laughs> maybe maybe i've been actually i've been super interested in finding other other mediums uh we've been messing around with uh flash drives a bit just like seeing what we can do with like putting like information into flash drives and like maybe having that as like just like an extra 
like maybe a thing we just toss in packages, like something you just plug into your laptop and just like there's songs on there. There's like links to websites that you can like research. There's links to maybe videos that can uh, lead to or like share thoughts that or like share videos that we're interested in. And like, I don't know, we're, we're, we're definitely interested in like experiencing or like seeing what other mediums we can create through. Um, but uh, yeah, we're still figuring out what that looks like, but we're definitely taking, we're, we want to take steps at creating different sort of garments, definitely like cut and sew stuff, which could be seen, I guess, sort of sculpturally. Sure. Uh, and that's like next on the horizon for sure. That's awesome. Cause I feel like I, and I hope you're encouraged by this because what all caps is when you think about like these high fashion brands and all these other brands that you liked to the beginning that you were like, yeah, like, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I can, yeah. all of those brands are really rallying and against the idea that they're more than clothes, right? Like Gucci, right? They're, they're like, no, we're this, we're a movement. We're like, no, no, you're some loafers. That's okay. <laughs> you're some great loafers, <laughs> but you're loafers. All right. <laughs> Maybe loafers in some track pants. And because of what you're doing, yeah. because of the mindset that you're making in this, you're always going to be like an experience over a garment. And I mean, so how you're building it, whether it's intentional or not, you're doing it really well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, like, cause yeah, cause that's like, I can see an all caps zine or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, know, some sort of exhibit where yeah. you got stuff in there and then there's like oh yeah look here's a shirt from the exhibit like go get that yeah you know? yeah yeah because like, yeah. you want to get real paid make art. <laughs> yeah 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 actually like a zine has been something we've been thinking about as well we're definitely yeah. considering those things for sure yeah my wife is, is bought geez she's bought like 10 or 12 like zines from these yeah i mean there's just all i mean the cool thing about it is like yeah they're they're just so perfect you know i mean there was one that had like jokes and then it had a bunch of um like screen caps of of text messages Sick. and then, yeah i mean it was it was cool I, honestly i was like this, this is pretty dope um, yeah, 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 yeah. so i mean because like that's a magazine i'll read <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's sick that's really really cool so the you know i want to talk about the black lives matter shirt that you did because i I, for one, saw all these people making shirts, brands or individuals or charities or what. And I initially was like, because I think I'm so high-minded, right? I'm an idiot. But I was like, oh, man, this doesn't seem like authentic. Are these people doing this? You know, because you had some that were saying like, oh, um, a portion of yeah. the proceeds. So yeah. it's like after our profit and after this, we're going to give it away. And yeah. I don't think I understood the real impact and message and excitement about the concept of making a shirt until seeing like what you were doing. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, the way that came about was actually, I'm, I was sort of on the same boat as you were for a while. Like I didn't, like I, I was trying to figure out, I mean, there's already a lot of things I was figuring out during COVID. Like I already felt weird releasing clothing during COVID. Mm. Uh, just because I felt like people should be spending their money for more important things like resources and just like day-to-day living and just like staying living. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally that. Like, people don't need to buy the sweatsuit. Uh, 
And like I was already just like conscious of that. And mm-hmm. then goes on. And I originally wasn't intending on creating anything uh, for like to, to raise money and any like I, my way of contributing. Like I donated, I went to protests, I was speaking about everything. And then that was my way of contributing. Uh, but it wasn't until my friend Sudan uh, told me that we can protest and we can do all these things, but at that, like the way we can truly impact and make change or at least start to spread more awareness is through our, our practices. Uh, and that didn't really, and like once he said that, it really just hit internally. And I was like, you're, yeah, you're right. Like we should totally do stuff and like just like spread more awareness. And like the first step, very first step for that was doing this sweet post, uh, we poster for Mill Child, a restaurant in Philadelphia. Uh, we did like a Black Lives Matter uh, poster that we designed and just like we pasted it to the outside of their store. And that was like the very first. And I, and like once that was like fully up, it got, that got a lot of traction as well. And that was the very first time we're doing something in design connecting to that. Uh, made a lot of sense to me because at first I was just like, I'm not like, this doesn't feel right to do this. Mm. Uh, and then like, almost immediately after that middle child poster, Antonio reaches out. It's like, do you want to collaborate and make, uh, he didn't say anything particular, but he just wanted, you want to collaborate on something to like raise money for, for these funds. And I was like, yes, like, mm. let's do it. And, uh, yeah. And then immediately started working on that. And like, all that was just like very, very much driven just by feeling. What were you feeling? Like of the, Mo like in, entirely overwhelmed. I was extremely sad, and I, as a person, I tend, I usually have a pretty optimistic viewpoint, but that week I was just like, it, it wasn't happening for like I was just it was all downhill. It was just like, yeah, this isn't entirely fucked. Like everything is like, yeah, I was just like really sad. I was crying almost every day looking at the news i'm just like this is absolutely insane like we black people are just being treated as if they're not human at all like just because of our skin color we are not seen the same like that resonated so deeply and then like that's always been a thing in life but i guess i just got desensitized until it was like brought back into my face again yeah and it was just like very overwhelming like dealing with it was like anger sadness um just like crazy emotions and i just was a lot of times just like just processing it all and then um uh, eventually i just got to a point where I, I wanted to channel this energy like i was just, i was like i just can't continue just being this way like i just have to like channel this energy in a different way mm. and uh i started funneling it into design so like the middle child thing came from that that energy mm. uh and the 18th thing came from that energy and i just put i just put what i felt right on there um yeah, and that, that 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 was all done. Both of those things were done in a day. I was just like, just just hammered it out. Um, what just just so I can have some additional perspective, what what's that time difference like between other stuff you would work on? Uh, usually, usually it takes me some time to to make to make something because a lot of it's just finding an idea I want to share first. Yeah. Uh, but idea, the idea I wanted to share first was this. So I, I was, I was right. already truly immersed in it. So that was just in. Cause that, that's quick is more of the point I'm trying to make too. Like to just, to get something that I honestly was concise and impactful and, um, 
but honestly it's it's beautiful i mean it's heartbreaking i i don't i'm not yeah 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 you know but it's it's very beautiful and there are a lot of i'm i'm not poking fun at any <laughs> yeah yeah shirts, but there are shirts that are a message and there are shirts that are a feeling mm-hmm. and i think you really you you did both on that thank you thank you thank yeah. you thank you yeah i mean i, I nabbed one i i almost <laughs> forgot like you know, I mean, I'm I'm such in my own stupid bubble and I'm like, you know, because I got my daughter and we're trying to do daycare and we're trying to do all this stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that was something where I was so glad for social media because I saw it. I was like, yo, I'm going to get that today. <laughs> and <laughs> and then, then, you know, like I'm just being busy or whatever. And then I saw it later again. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be gone. And I mean, yeah. thank God for for the folks at No Man Walks Alone. Oh, yeah. Nabbing yeah. a bunch of extra ones for folks. Um because I mean, geez, I hope you're ready for a reprint. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I don't mean, you know, to try to capitalize on, yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. but just like, it's still, it's art, man. And it's, it means something and it's thought provoking. And, um, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's special. Like, I think like for me seeing that stuff and trying to understand like how to better educate myself, how to better, you know, looking back on all the things, you know, all the advantages and privilege that I've had that I totally take for granted because I'm so self-absorbed, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's yeah. What, what you're, you're doing good stuff. Thank you. And, yeah. Thank you. I mean that, that's, I mean, it was, and look, I'll jump back. If Antonio really likes it, <laughs> you're doing the best stuff. <laughs> Antonio doesn't even like new balance. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He no, doesn't. he's the hardest critic. I love, I love that about him more than anything. But man, yeah, he's, he's got it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, you, so you make that shirt, which is awesome. That that's like being made right right now. Um, what are sort of the other stuff that you're working on? I mean, uh, is there additional like like are you going to do your own brand with like larger drops? Or, or yeah 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 so the last couple of weeks has been really really big for all caps mm-hmm. uh we've been we've been talking to triple r brands which is the same uh umbrella company that 18 East is under and uh yeah i'm familiar with this <laughs> yeah all caps has got acquired by triple r brands and then yep. and they're honestly amazing people and like they just want to see the brand grow and they just want to use their resources to help all caps so in the future, we're looking at Kunso, we're looking at uh, the talks potentially about a store. I'm not sure what that's going to be in the future. Still figuring out if I, like that's even the thing for all caps in general. Uh, there's just like a lot of, lot of things happening, but like definitely bigger drops, uh, more consistent drops because we haven't been dropping consistently. Uh, and like more, yeah, I don't know, we're just going to this is officially a full-time thing. So we're, we're all on board. So let's jump back to the very, very beginning when you're getting into clothes. So now you're in this position where you're going to have, I don't know whether you have a store or not, uh, but you you have a business and you can now teach and empower and educate and excite the next young, like Saeed walking through your door. What's, what's the game plan for that? Or is there one? I've been thinking about it more recently, for sure. I definitely want to have uh, some sort of reach in, like, in that 
space because I think it's really important, especially in Philadelphia, because you don't really get to see. I mean, you get to see a bit more now, but like you truly still like certain neighborhoods, you really don't get to see other ways you could possibly try to tackle art or tackle different career paths or um, or just like see uh, like other things that you can possibly do. So I, I would love to to impact and like maybe start some sort of program or like um, invite people to our spaces so they could learn or maybe even go to schools to t- like talk about what I've been doing and is how I got involved and like all that kind of stuff. It's definitely a lot to think about and just like figure out for the, for the future, but I definitely want to participate in helping. Yeah. I mean, cause there's, there's a kid playing Warzone. Oh yeah. Hours a day. <laughs> who's, who's trying to find a way to process his life. Right now. Yeah. 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 I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be there for sure. I mean, you already are, but it's, it's like being, you you already are that whether you're realizing or not, but you taking more action into it is just going to make it far more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that for sure. That's, that's on the board. That's on the board for sure. That's cool. That's, that's really cool. I mean, yeah, like for me that that's, that's where I think everyone's going to be judged by the end of the day is like how many additional people you touch. Yeah. 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 That that's awesome. Um, well shit, man. So I like, I can't thank you enough for, for chatting with me and, and congrats on all your success. Thank you. What's happening with you. It's very much well-deserved. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, this was really special. Thank, thanks so much for chatting, man. Of course. Always. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. All right. See it. You've been listening to Blamo. Our theme music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. We're edited by Brendan Finn and we're produced by Blamo Media. You can follow along with us on Instagram at Blamo Podcasts and leave a review for us on your favorite podcast app. Look, I don't get reviews either, but they really help the show. So do it for the B. Want even more Blamo? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Blamo to join the Blam fam and you'll get access to additional interviews, which are tons now, a community slack, special events, and more. And best of all, you're supporting the show. So thanks everyone. We'll see you next week. Oh man, it feels good to say that. See you soon.